This is the Kitzer of the fourth Sicha of Parshas Teldis and Chelek Tezvav on page 217. The Rebbe begins with the Pasik in this week's Parsha where Yitzchak says, Lo yoy I don't know the day I will pass away, meaning he was concerned that his age to pass away may have arrived. And Rashi says, Amr Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha said, If a person reaches to the age of his parents, He should be concerned that he may pass away five years before his parents passed away or five years after. Yitzchak was 123 at this age, at this stage. Omar, he said, I might live to the time period of my mother, so my mother lived to 127, so I'm within five years of when she passed away. He was concerned, he says, I'm not sure when I'm going to pass away. Maybe I'll live to the age of my father or my mother. So the question on this Rashi is, why is Rashi bringing this here if in the Pasuk itself, Yitzchak says very clearly why he was concerned? Because it says, I'm old and therefore he thought he may pass away. Also, Rashi brings the name, Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, that said this Pshat. Rashi doesn't usually bring the name of the one that says the Pshat that he brings on the Pasuk. If he brings it here, it must be answering an additional question that has to be clarified in this Pshat. So the explanation on this Rashi is as follows. We already learned in last week's parasha, it says, Yitzchak had a special bracha, and Rashi there says that Avram didn't bench Yitzchak, but rather he got the bracha from the Eivishter himself, which is the Baal HaBrachas, the source of all blessings. If so, the question is, if he had this special bracha of Baal HaBrachas, why at this age of 123 is he concerned that he may not live longer than this? If he got a bracha from the Eivishter, definitely it includes long life. And his, both of his parents lived longer than 123. Therefore, Rashi says that the source of his worry came from the fact that we know that a person passes away in the age similar to the age of his father or mother. And it could be a few years before, it could be five years before. And that's why he was concerned that he may have reached to the age, the time period of his mother. But Rashi over here brings all the details about five years before or five years after or that sometimes a person passes away like the age of his father or the age of his mother because otherwise you'll have the question, look what actually happened. Yitzchak passed away at the age of 180. That's way more than his mother and even more than his father. So therefore Rashi says that a person passes away in a similar age to his parents but it could be either his father or his mother and it could be either five years before or five years after. So he actually passed away five years after his father, meaning that he lived to the time period of his father's life with five years more. However, this doesn't really fully answer the real question that Rashi comes to address here. Because if the point is that Yitzchak knew that he got a special bracha, and therefore really there should be no reason for him to be concerned at this age of 123, so if so, the question still is, so why did it actually happen that Yitzchak passes away at age 180? 180 seems to be an age which is natural. The person passes away in the age of his father and five years more. So where's the effect of the bracha that he got from Hashem? And also Yitzchak is concerned and he thinks that he may pass away at the minimum age that he would naturally live, which is to the number of years of his mother and even five years before. Why was Yitzchak thinking this? Didn't he understand that he had a special bracha from the Baal Brachas, which must have been also to have a special Arichas Yomim? 
So the answer here is that we see that even Avram and Sarah themselves had a special bracha to live longer. Because when Avram and Sarah were at their, their age of 100, Avram at 100, and Sarah at about 90, so the Pasuk refers to them as a Kainim and Ba'im Bayamim, that they were old and came in their days. Came in their days means that they lived out the full days that it was destined for them to live. The fact that they lived longer is because there was a special bracha from the Eibishter. So therefore what this means is that really Yitzchak should have been concerned at age 105 that he may live to the maximum age of the, which is of his father and maybe five years longer than his father. The fact that his father had a special bracha, that was additional. But really naturally the age of his father, his full days was 100. So he should have been concerned then. So therefore in fact we see that Yitzchak was concerned at a later stage, because Yitzchak was aware of the special bracha that he as well had from the Bala brachas. And also, if we look at the actual number of years that Yitzchak lived, he lived, according to the bracha that Eivishti gave him, longer than the years that he would have lived naturally. And the interesting thing is that Yitzchak lives longer, and similar to the number of years that both his father and mother lived, that added years to their life. So similar we see the, the years that Yitzchak actually lived, is also the same number of years as the added number of years that Avram got with the bracha. And also, what Yitzchak was thinking, they may live to 123, five years before his mother passed away, it's because he was thinking that the bracha that he had for Arichis Yomim will be similar to his mother. And the cheshman over here is very simple. Avram Avinu lived an extra 75 years for, of his life because at age 100, he already came in his days. He filled all the days of his life, but he lived to 175. So that's an extra 75 years of his life. The same happens actually regarding Yitzchak. Yitzchak naturally would have lived to 105, which is five years more than his father. That's still called Perika Vaisov. That's natural. And he lives an extra 75 years to 180. Then, what Yitzchak himself was thinking though is that he will live, yes, with the special bracha of the Eibishter, but nevertheless, the bracha will be to the minimum number of years that will mean that he'll live to only to 123. And the reason is because his mother, that was her life was full at age 90, and she lived to 127, which means that the bracha added 23 years to her life. Oh, sorry, not 23, 37 that is, 37 years to her life. So Yitzchak, when he was looking at his own life and he became concerned about his age, he was thinking that he may live out the minimum number of 37 that would be added to his life based on his mother's life. And therefore he said to himself, I may live only like the number of years of my mother, which is much less than Avram. And also my mother's life, I may live five years less than her. So then naturally that should be 85. So now let's add, because of the special bracha that he had, another 37 years to his life. And that brings you to 123 years old. So therefore, at age 123, five years before his mother passed away, he was concerned that it may have come the time for him to pass away, even with the special bracha that he had to live with Arich HaSiyamim. Now the question, however, still remains here regarding the actual life of Yitzchak, that he lived to 180, because Rashi tells us already earlier that... Avram got a special bracha that he's going to live to an old age and he was supposed to live to 180. And the only reason he passed away earlier is so that he should not see that Esau went out letar the bad behavior of Esau. So if so, if Avram was supposed to live to 180 and Yitzchak lives five years more than his father, so then why did he only live to 180? 
Why did he li- didn't he live to 185? Therefore, Rashi brings the name Rabbi Shua ben Karcha. What's this, what, what this hints to is, is a Gemara in Megillah that talks about different Tanoim that they were asked, what, we, what did you merit to live a long life? And they all give various reasons, more than one factor that caused them to live a long life. Rabbi Shua ben Karcha, however, said regarding himself, he pointed to just one factor. And that is, I never looked closely into the image of the face of a Russia. So we see that this, looking at the face of a Russia, is something that's very significant that affects a person's long life. So from this we understand also on the negative, when a person does look at the face of a Russia, this could affect negatively and take away years from his life. So now we can understand why by Yitzchak, even though he did live to Perek Avaisa, which is 180, the years that Avram Avinu was supposed to live, but nevertheless, five years were taken away from his life because of his son Esau, where Yitzchak did look closely at the image of Esau, as we know that Yitzchak thought he was a tzaddik, and therefore looked closely at him. So even though he did still live out to Perek Avaisa, but he didn't live more than Perek Avaisa because of this, that Nistakalti Badam Rasha. And the Yenu Shaltaira, what we can take out from this Rashi is, when Yitzchak is looking at himself and judging the number of years that he's going to live and he got concerned, Yitzchak was looking at the minimum amount based on his mother's years and even five years less. The reason is because Yitzchak's Aveda and his level was Gvura. And Gvura is looking with a critical eye, with a limited, that the minimum number of years is what I'm going to live. But now this is all regarding when Yitzchak is judging himself. But when Yitzchak comes to give a bracha, and he's giving a bracha to Yaakov, he gives him the greatest, most unlimited bracha. The Debeshe should bench you mitala shamayim, or mishmane yadis, from the highest of the highest, from the ruchnius and tal, all the way down to the fats of the earth, and the lowest of the lowest. Even greater than the bracha of Yaakov, greater than the bracha of Meshe Rabbeinu. Which means, we can learn from this, that a Yid, that his Aveda may include also the Aveda of Yitzchak. So even if his Aveda regarding himself is an Aveda of Gvura, and regarding himself he's very machber and he's very stringent and critical regarding himself, but nevertheless, when it comes to another Yid, you should give and give, biyad rechava, give without any tzimtzum and without any akbalas, and your relation to another Yid should be in a manner of kava chesed. And over here, like Yitzchak says, to the degree of blessing him and sharing with him, from the highest to the lowest of the lowest.